Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starks. Hey guys. <laughs> so I'm recording this after not having slept for almost two days. I just had so much energy coming through my body and I just couldn't sleep. I had so much energy. Wide awake, wide, wide awake. <laughs> I finally started to crawl in bed at what I thought was about six o'clock in the morning. I had finally got under the covers and I was like, ah, uh, and halfway through my, ah, uh, I heard my son wake up and I'm all, Hey, are you just taking a bathroom break? Or are you going to be up for the morning? And he said, Oh, I'm out the door in 10 minutes. I'm going on a hike. I'm like, it's, almost seven in the morning and he said no mom it's nine <sighs> so I just got up <laughs> I figured the only way to beat this um, extreme insomnia spree is to stay up all night and all day and I'll be plenty tired this time on time and I'll go to bed that's what I'm hoping as you know, it is an ascension symptom. If you're going through the same thing, don't worry about it. It's the same. It's it's the same for many, 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 many thousands of people. Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about the notable uh, YouTube channels. I'm a little punchy because I haven't slept in two days, so please forgive me in advance. <laughs> I have... Uh, been spending a lot of my time today besides researching for the show of course for tonight's episode I listened to Lisa Transcendence Brown if you don't know who she is I suggest you go to YouTube make it a point to go listen to what she has to say because this woman is a trip and a half but in a good way. She is way ahead of most of us on the ascension uh, process. And it's funny because in the beginning when she became an energy healer, today I listened to like a three and a half hour video of her speaking with like nine other people. They had a, a Skype style conference and it was really very very enlightening and interesting but it brought up a lot more questions for me made me realize I haven't been paying attention enough to Lisa Transcendence Brown and if you're new to the Ascension you might not want to 
<laughs> cut your teeth on her, <laughs> so to speak, you probably want to go to someone like a Luna Ash, um, even Ralph Smart, Infinite Waters. Victor Odo is a great one to go to if you are brand new. Also, I highly recommend the Ascension Journals because she is an extremely wonderful person and just exudes beauty and love and happiness. And she also explains things in a very succinct and neat and easy to understand way. I mean, you could also listen to the episode I did a few days ago, but I find that at least for me, it's better for me to hear from five or six or 10 teachers to see will kind of assess where they're at compared to me and the ones that are uh, talking about stuff that I've already been through. It's kind of reassuring to know that other people went through it too. And for people who have gone through stuff already that I haven't gotten to yet, it's so exciting to hear what's in store for all of us. So I'm like, woohoo with Lisa transcendence Brown, because she's like, I don't know, phenomenal. She's aware on every level of all the grids, all the process of our DNA awakening. Not only is it awakening, it is creating the 12 strands instead of the double helix. We have 12 helix now, or we're working on it. And she knows about the crystalline light body. She knows about the Merkaba. Apparently, we're also like building some kind of a pod. <laughs> I don't know what the hell she meant by that. I thought maybe because I'm just haven't slept in two days, maybe I'm not quite catching it. I had to rewind it three times. And yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> we're like building a pod. And she talked a lot about um, Andara crystals today with these ladies and it was a two-part series and I think they finished the second part today and I listened to the first part today that was done well yesterday so a lot of exciting and new information out there suddenly just kind of like a burst of new info and that's good to go it's good to know it's good to hear and like I said it's always good to get a different perspective because I might explain something and you think you get it and you understand and sounds easy and simple. And then you go to someone else's website and they explain the exact same thing, but in a totally different way. And you go, Oh, wow. And it just adds another component, (laughs) another piece to the puzzle. So, you know, I don't have a big ego when it comes to whatever knowledge I'm sharing with you. It's not going to hurt my feelings. None. If you go and, listen and and really catch what's happening because you might catch something I don't know maybe send me a message and I'm gonna go oh my god that's so exciting I didn't know that I didn't think about that so it's cool with me man (laughs) you know seriously it's it's worth checking out if you all haven't uh already done that uh something's been coming up a lot Besides, I you know, 22 came up again today, came up twice yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. At the end, or okay, in the beginning half of my episode yesterday, I was talking about all the name coincidences with Francis, right? 
And then I added the show I had done with my son, which I'd already published a couple, like five, six years ago on AWOP Talk. It was heard like literally twice. And then they don't archive it and it's over. So it was nowhere to be found anywhere on the internet except um, now. It was on my website and then they changed their format and I had put like 20 or something episodes on soulspeakradio.com and it's impossible now to listen to any of the episodes. They said upload only these kind of files. I uploaded those kind of files and then they changed all of their formatting. And I was like, how do I even get my files back? I can't even download them because my computer wouldn't accept those kind of files. And I'm like, oh my God, I just lost all my whole body of work from my first, you know, two years doing the show. But luckily on my actual recording device, I had not erased any of them and I had them all. So you guys are going to get to hear them all. You will get to hear them all. Feel like I'm skipping through half my words because of this ooh, wooziness, sleepiness thing going. Uh, Aluna Ash today, this morning, had a weird message <laughs> about pigeons, and she said, "Be aware that the pigeons might start acting weird, and if so, that might mean that there's going to be something happening with the Earth." or with the water surrounding you. So be aware of that. So while she's saying this, I walked over to my window where I normally open my window and secretly sneak some little bird seed to the pigeons out the window. I call them Mr. and Mrs. Fred and Ethel Mertz. They're my neighbors. And normally Ethel's a little bit more willing to come near me and Fred's a little bit more leery but he protects his woman fiercely. They're deeply in love. I catch them in smooches all the time and it makes their, uh, their necks like kind of form the shape of a heart. It's so adorable. Oh my God. Pigeon love. She's a gorgeous white pigeon and she has big brown eyes, which is very unusual for a pigeon. And he's a, um, he's a gray pigeon, but he has a lot of purple and green in his feathers and he has a couple of white spots and he's very handsome, I suppose, as far, well, Ethel finds him attractive. Anyway, <laughs> not to get too far into this, uh, <laughs> basically, normally they will like step away while I feed them. And today, right when I was getting ready to open the window, they both flew at the window to get really close to me. And I don't know if they did this on a dare, like this is like, get as close as you can before she opens a window. I dare you. You know, I mean, maybe they played truth or dare last night. I don't know what pigeons do, but that was very weird. But I don't know. I mean, we didn't have an earthquake. My body does feel like it's getting ready to take off any moment. I think I'm building my uh, Merkaba rapidly. It might already be done. It's very, just very weird. I feel very strange today. Not just the sleeping thing, but uh, my whole body is shaking, vibrating super rapid. And it's like a, like I'm going to float up and I feel very nauseous, na- nauseous. Now, 
something that Lisa Transcendence Brown said and the, um, oh, why am I forgetting her name? She's so sweet. The, uh, the Ascension Journals uh, woman, she's saying that if you release, relax, and let go, basically, if you can just breathe into it when you feel these symptoms and then have a complete and total uh, energy of acceptance. <sighs> I just accept this is happening to me. <laughs> I don't know if you felt that energy. It just really cleared a lot for me. But it will help it to clear faster. Also, Lisa Transcendence Brown was talking with these other ladies in the light worker spiritual uh, ascension movement. And they all said, if you focus on your heart and you just become like a heart-centered person and don't center on your mind because nothing's going to be linear or logical anyway from this point forward. And they all said, oh yeah, just focus on your heart, focus on what you love, focus on what makes you happy, and learn how to play, play in the universe again. Oh, that just gave me the chills and I just I feel really weird if I stop recording this at any point I've probably left the building through the roof or something uh, I don't know what's going to happen I feel really weird I swear I'm not on drugs or anything it's just the lack of sleep alright well I'm going to go ahead and start talking about dun 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 rife frequencies (laughs) I've been promising you guys this one for about a week and a half so I am delivering on my promise do you hear that universe I have integrity when you have integrity that's when you bring your twin flame to you and also twin flame you hear that if you're listening (laughs) call me maybe 12 hours from now though (laughs) I'm just kidding. Call me anytime. I'll probably answer the phone. If I don't, I'm snoring too loud. All right. (laughs) Dr. Royal Raymond Reif. Such a beautiful name, right? I was thinking it's too bad I can't have twins. (laughs) because I would name them Royal and Loyal. How cute would that be? Okay, maybe I'm just punch drunk. Anyway, Dr. Royal Raymond Reif, PhD, was born in 1888. As you recall, a few weeks ago, I did a show on Wilhelm Reich, who discovered Oregon, and he was also born... I think in 1898, but he was born in the late 1800s as well. So I'm somehow wondering if they're not part of the same soul group or soul family. Just a little thing that's going to be in the back of my mind. When I go over the person who discovered radionics, I'm going to, I don't know, I might piece this together. I'm an INTJ. I do this. So I'll keep you all posted if I come up with a theory or something. All right. Anyway, uh, well, Dr. Royal Rife was born on May 16th. I believe that puts him smack dab in the middle of Taurus, which is pretty cool. I like Tauruses. Tauruses are really cool people. 
bullheaded and stubborn. And that's a damn good thing because if it wasn't for Dr. Reif being so stubborn and pushing forward, he did his work for over 50 years and he discovered what, like what will basically cure every disease or mostly every disease. And people have carried on his work and as new germs are discovered, they've come up with the right frequency that would knock out the germ. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about his story and then I'm going to talk about the Z app or zap, (laughs) which is a rife frequency technology you could download for free to your cell phone. So it's just one way you can deliver, um, super annoying, uh, high pitched frequency sounds to yourself, (laughs) but knock out all the things that are bugging you even bugs, even insects. We'll get to that later. Okay. So he was born in Nebraska. I don't know what else you're going to do, but you know, drink spiritually grow and save the world, I suppose. Right? Well, he didn't think about the first two, only the third one. He ended up becoming a pathologist and a bacteriologist. I believe he also had his medical doctor degree He did attend Johns Hopkins University, so ooh la la, one of the top, top unis in the United States. One extremely sad thing that he had in common with Wilhelm Reich was that his mother died when he was very young, younger than Wilhelm Reich, though. His mother died when he was only eight months old. And as a result, his dad had to take care of him alone and he couldn't do it without working 14 hours a day and you can't leave a newborn alone. And so he made the sad decision to let his sister raise his baby and just, I guess, see him on the weekends, which is very sad. But he was very close to his aunt and he had a really great childhood. In fact, he lived with her until... 1905 so basically he was at John Hopkins University when he decided he became very very interested in bacteriology and he decided that he would start working at Heidelberg University and he would photograph all of the specimens of the bacteria. In fact, he worked so hard and for so many years, they ended up giving him an honorary uh, PhD in, in bacteriology. And, well, actually, I'm sorry, in um, parasitology, study of parasites. So this guy is pretty incredible. He studied bacteria <laughs> Uh, the pathology of all diseases, basically allopathic man- medicine or medical doctor, and also parasites. So he was very, very, very interested in helping humanity. But while he was photographing all of these things, he decided, oh, and by the way, he got that degree, in, the honorary degree in 1914, just so we're keeping track of, I don't know why we do this. Does it matter? I don't know. It kind of does. So he was trying to always see how he could figure out how to see these germs, basically, (laughs) to take their selfies or pictures of them. And 
he invented a better way to make a, a better microscope and the top notch microscope company at the time had hired him and he helped them to develop a better microscope and while he worked for them they just got better and better until they became the best in the whole wide world and then they became better than that so wow right and he studied optics engineering also so this guy was not only handsome and smart and probably super super sweet because he grew up in well let's face it Nebraska I mean it's kind of a boring place when you go there but the people are actually very very sweet I will say that Midwestern people you can't get more honest and more hard-working and more sweet than Midwestern people generally speaking in my personal experience anyway so basically he worked until around 1908 in the optics engineering field developing better and better lenses and better microscopes and how they view things and he ended up working in California he moved over to California to southern to Southern Cal and that's where he met the love of his life and they had a really wonderful relationship her name was um, Mamie Quinn and I watched a documentary about this today and this kind of bugging me because they said something about how even though it was an interracial love affair and you know marriage and they didn't care they just loved each other so much and they went on with life and let other people handle their own prejudice and I saw the picture of them and I'm like the only thing honestly that I saw wrong with this woman or different about her was that homegirl really needed some conditioner for her hair <laughs> I was like oh Mamie I wish I was there honey I would have been there I would have been putting coconut oil in your hair I mean her hairstyle I don't know what happened but she was super beautiful so it didn't really matter and he was madly in love with her and he would write to her love poetry almost every day it's gonna make me cry it's so sweet this is the empath part of me coming out well 45 years together I mean any one of us should be so lucky right 45 years oh my god and they talked together every night he wrote love poetry they were mad for each other they must have been twin flames, right? Because she put up with him doing his painstaking drudgery work for 45 years. And she passed away in 1957, and he died in 1971. So he had quite a long time without her, and he didn't marry after that. He just kept to his work, which when I describe it to you, you're going to be like, oh my God, this guy, I mean, I kind of wish I could go back in time and I don't know what, give him free hypnosis sessions 
you know, condition his wife's hair. <laughs> I mean, hug him, give him a thousand dollars. I don't know. This guy might have kind of single-handedly saved all of humanity, actually, and all animals like everywhere. <laughs> and why more people don't know about him and use his stuff like on a daily freaking basis, I'll never know. But when I tell you what he does, and hopefully I'll explain it well enough where you will understand it, and immediately at the end of this podcast, you're going to go get this app and look more into this. And probably tomorrow go buy earplugs because the app is super annoying. But the app has nothing to do with him or his work, and he did not use sound frequency. But I'm gonna. Well, he kind of did. I'm, I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, read the rest of this. All right. So I'm just like super punch drunk. <laughs> not drunk, drunk. Just well, no one punched me, but you know, sleep, sleep drunk, sleep deprived. Yeah, that's it. Sleep deprived high. <laughs> All right. Um. Basically what he did with his life, uh, he and his wife, by the way, they were not able to have kids and yet still remained faithful to each other, madly in love and married for 45 years. So maybe pause, get yourself a Kleenex and cry. Cause that's so sweet. Oh God. Just, just want to hug them both and then hold her down and condition her hair. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh god if you don't if you don't laugh you cry <laughs> just kidding all right so he was noted in a newspaper finally after he'd been working since he made his his laboratory in 1921 and so he didn't re- gain any recognition for what he was doing for until 1938 so, oh my God, I'm not good at math right now. Was that like 17 years? 17 years. So, wow. So he was born in 1888 and in 1938 is when he first got recognition. So that would make him, well, this is 10 days before his birthday on May 6th. So... Okay, again, this doesn't matter. I'm super tired. (laughs) So it makes him like around 41 years old when he finally got recognized. And you know what? Actually, according to the Kabbalah, most men um, or Kabbalah traditions, most men are not allowed to study the Kabbalah until they turn 40. And according to Napoleon Hill, most men are not really successful and fulfilled and self-actualized until they hit 40 minimum. So this is, he's, he's right on, he's right on track, you know? So, all right, I'm not going to feel too bad for the guy, but I'm so grateful to this guy. Dr. Royal Rife, man, he will have my undying gratitude, I guess, until I die. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Okay. So the um, name of the paper is completely, 
I can't read it. Anyway, in this newspaper, it was re- he was finally reported as saying that he had started to work with frequency instruments and electrical stimuli on various microorganisms to see kind of like how they would react. And as he observed them, and he noticed that the chemical components of each germ that causes disease had um, each each thing had a different chemical component, and then he noticed that they also had different electrical polarities in each organism. And he had a hard time seeing it because he could only magnify stuff up to 2,500 times, which sounds like a lot to the layperson. But if you're using a microscope, that's like, I don't know if you, if you're working in a laboratory, well, okay. 25 years ago for me, last time I was in a laboratory, that was like maybe the second or third rung out of six to seven, uh, different magnifications. So it's it's still pretty low, you know, and you kind of want to observe something from the beginning and all the way up to like super up close, I suppose. I don't know. There's different things that you see at different levels because it shows it at layers. Because usually in order to see germs, you have to uh, stain them with different colors. Like there's a, a specific stain, for example, called a nissel stain. And then, and that will, if you put the nissel stain on something that you cannot see, and then you stain it purple with the nissel stain, it's a, a bright purple. Now, bam, you could see something brand new you didn't see before. Because it will only take the dye of that. I don't know what to relate that to, except that some people can take white tattoo dye and other people's bodies reject white tattoo dye. It's just a weird rumor I heard. (laughs) I have one tattoo that did leak half of the white out of it when I first got it, but I think the tattoo artist was high (laughs) and I did drink with him quite a bit. (laughs) So I, I could just blame him, not the dye, or my body is rejecting it like a, a wayward li- liver. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's fun when I'm punch drunk, right? Okay, anyway. Um, so basically, as he was discovering this, he was like looking at what are the chemical components of different germs. He was noticing that each individual organism had like different thicknesses of the wall of the cells. They were obviously shaped differently. They, some of them were very motile and some of them wouldn't move at all. Motile means that it moves like rapidly. So, and they all go at different rates and different, everything is different about them. They're all, they're individuals. That's what it is. They're unique. (sighs) So... This led him to all of this stuff, using electrical impulses, checking out the electrical polarities of each organism. I mean, he was really studying. He really wanted to get at the absolute heart of what makes people sick. So, okay. This led him to the astonishing thought 
What would happen if I subjected these organisms to different electrical frequencies? So, with this thought, in 1921, he went ahead and built a lab with all the necessary equipment, which was an enormous and extensive, exhaustive list of things I did not feel like writing down. (laughs) But I mean... Anything you think of, he had it. Different kinds of cameras, different kinds of microscopes, different um, lenses, different uh, mediums in which to put the germs. He had, I mean, he bought um, guinea pigs and maybe pigs, like baby pigs. And he was he would like inject cancer in one and then he would cut it out and and in, in put run it through a, a vat of liquid and inject that into the next pig. And he proved by that method, and he did it like 150 times, okay? So the next pig would get it, he would take that, and he would cut that tumor out, and he would cut that. It's disgusting. I'm sorry, I don't want to talk about this. But anyway, he would mix that with water, or the solution, I should say. It's like a saline solution. And then he would inject the next pig. The next pig would get cancer. He did this 150 times, which proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that cancer is caused by a virus. And he discovered this in 1931. I'm going to repeat that. In 1931, Dr. Royal Rife discovered that cancer was caused by a virus. All right. Pretty cool, right? I bet you all didn't know that. And if you did know that, I think some scientist a year ago said, I think cancer might be caused by a virus. (laughs) Which means he went to the library, went back in the stacks, and he read... The book, The Man Who Cured Cancer, (laughs) about Royal Rife, and it's an autobiography about him. I don't know about you all, but it kind of makes me upset, just a tad, that this, this guy actually found a solution to a problem that killed almost everyone in my family so far. I mean, all the people who've died in my family, like 80% to cancer. All could have been prevented if this had been recognized by the mainstream. And this guy went to Johns Johns Hopkins University. Hashtag just saying, okay? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, it is what it is. Letting go. (laughs) Releasing, relaxing, everything's fine. All right. (laughs) So, yeah, I went off on a tangent and I lost my place. (laughs) So, okay, this is what happened. So when he built this laboratory, you guys are not going to believe what he did. Okay, so basically he would you know, pick up a specimen or sample, he put on the plate, 
and he would stain it with a color. And if he couldn't see it correctly, he would stain it with a different color. And he went through all the color stains he had. If that didn't work, he did various colored lights. If that didn't work, and this is how he did cancer. This is how he discovered the little teeny tiny virus that causes cancer. He took a crystal prism. He ran a special light through it, separating the light into all the rays and colors of the rainbow, each of which has a specific Hertz frequency, by the way. And he then painstakingly ran each individual color ray through the prism, through that light, through what he was looking at was bacillus typhosis which is the bacteria that causes typhoid fever I believe and possibly something else I don't know anyway when he was looking at bacillus typhosis from an animal he'd taken this from he knows that that animal also developed cancer so it was somehow to get mixed together right so he figured it out by using every teeny tiny possible color and the color and this is going to hawk me off just a little bit because it is my favorite color so whatever cancer but the color that cancer the cancer causing virus responds to the only way you could see it is by separating the colors through a prism light and turquoise the color of the only way you could see this thing under the microscope is through the the prism and the frequency of turquoise and it lights up at turquoise you put purple red blue yellow or green on it it's not gonna light up you're not even gonna notice it I mean wow right that's like an enormous breakthrough not just for a scientist in a lab but I mean for all of humankind for eternity type of breakthrough this guy's a super genius I'm gonna take a quick break and get back to some other things that he discovered that has not to do with the cancer thing and then I'm gonna come back and we'll do that we'll get to the app and we're gonna talk about um, some amazing surprises I learned from this app. So I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. So, how exactly does a royal rife frequency work 
to cure disease or kill bacteria, kill virus. It kills mold, parasites, and fungi. How does it do that? How did he discover this? This next section is going to blow your socks off. If you don't have socks on, I suggest you put them on now because they're going to be blown right off. <laughs> okay, so what he did is he had just kind of like this inkling suspicion that frequency was going to change the polarity, right? Or do something. So what he did was, I'm going to play a frequency and it's just a random example. Okay, um, let's see. I'm looking here. This is, uh, well, here's one that people tend to get, um, bacteria, streptococcus, viridans. I'm not going to play the entire sequence, but I'm going to give you an example of what this guy did. So basically he would, he would get the bacteria and the first or virus or whatever, the organism, and he would put it under the, the microscope and he couldn't even see it at first. So he had to discover how to see it, which we discussed in the first part of the show. So through light, through a freaking crystal prism, you know, light shining through crystal in one of the frequencies of the light or through possibly, um, you know, glycerin versus water versus another kind of medium versus what kind of color stain, you know, if there's a dye that would work or a stain that would work. I mean, just to be able to see one of these little freaking critters, I mean... I'm sorry, just thinking about it irritates the holy hell out of me. So it's a good thing I wasn't him. (laughs) You can suck at humanity. I ain't saving nobody. This is too much. It's too hard. It's too, like, (sighs) frustrating. So after he figured out how to see the thing, and after he'd studied how it moves and how it interacts with other cells and how what it lives with and how that interacts with it. And then he discovered what part of it was a positive pole and what part of it's a negative pole, like it's a magnet. So he did all that. Then, after doing all that, I mean, this is like harder than doing a check on a 172 before you take off from the airport. I mean, if you're a pilot and you're going to take off in a plane. Okay, like hardly anyone relates to that, sorry. But, I mean, like, it's like a 20-point check or something. It's like 20 things you have to look at before you leave Earth. (laughs) And this guy was, like, looking at, like, literally thousands of things. Okay, so after he did all that, then he had the idea that if he could, well, it's not exactly what he's doing. It's kind of like if you strike the idea behind his methodology, if you strike a tone with a tuning fork and you put it next to another tuning fork that has not been struck, eventually the vibration 
is going to hit the other tuning fork and the other tuning fork will ring at the same resonant tone frequency hertz and vibration as the initial tuning fork that was struck feel free to rewind that here again if you didn't get it but basically if he could find the frequency at which the outer cell membrane wall of each individual organism was vibrating at then he can match it and rupture it and kill it therefore and thereby surrounding tissues would be spared they'd be saved because they all vibrate at a different rate so I'm going to give you 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Okay. In the, okay, this app that I'm, uh, the Z app has 1300 programs on this free app. The program I am looking at right now has, oh my God, I just counted and I forgot my count. I think, okay, it's 13, I think. It has a play sequence of 13 different hertz frequency tones that you would need to play to get rid of streptococcus in your body in order for you to kill the streptococcus that has invaded your body. This would, the, the series, exact series here in my hand will rupture the outer cell membrane by the end of two and a half minutes per tone. So, I don't know, it's like a 30-minute program, roughly. More or less. Más o menos. So, basically, the Hertz frequencies, it's just, it'll vibrate and it'll start the... um, if you have streptococcus in your body, it will start to vibrate it and vibrate it. And as it does that, it'll vibrate so much and it'll be it's so irritating. They'll just rupture and kind of like kill, kill itself, commit suicide inside your body. Like you, that doesn't sound good, right? Drink a lot of water when you're done with these. <laughs> So, okay, what he did was he started at a very, 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 very low vibration. And he did this with light, which carries frequency, colors, which carry frequency, sound, which colors, carries frequency, plasma, which carries frequency or has a frequency, as well as electricity, which also has frequencies depending on how much or, you know, sound is the one that most people relate to. So he painstakingly went from 0.45 hertz all the way up to 10,000 hertz with every germ he tracked. I mean, he worked for like 50 Frickin' years on the nose from 1921 to 1971. We owe this guy like literally everything. 
He saved the world and now knows who he is. But you know what? I'm doing my part right now to tell everybody that I possibly can about him. And I encourage you to do the same. Tell people about this episode if you like it. Um, you know, favorite my podcast, whatever you need to do, you know, and forward it. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Instagram. I don't know. Tweet. Tweet it. I heard Snapchat's a thing. Can you do it there? I don't know. I don't even have Snapchat. <laughs> Snapchat, I think it has like a little thing that says for extroverts only. <laughs> I don't even know what it is, to be honest. Snap your fingers? I, snap? I don't know. Snap a picture? I don't know. Anyway, so imagine that you're in a lab and you're doing this and you're looking at a germ and you're like, what's going to kill you, you little bastard? <laughs> and, you, and you start off with, uh for like two minutes and then uh and then uh okay well i'm not gonna sing i'm just gonna play uh the streptococcus sequence i'm not gonna play the whole thing obviously because it would drive you insane again buy earplugs get the app and then go to town on it all right so here's like the first frequency that you'd hear if you're gonna do this one Ooh, pretty annoying right and then it goes to the next one. Sounds like pretty much the frickin' same, right? So it just, like, it goes down the line and on and on, and you kind of get the picture. I don't want to annoy you and hurt your ears and all that. But, so... I mean, he wasn't stopping at like one hertz to two hertz. He's like going 1.1 hertz, 1.2 hertz, 1.3, all the way to two. And then between two and three, I mean, this guy is either autistic or he's a saint or he's both. Okay. You cannot appreciate this man. Royal, we love you no matter where the hell you are right now. You're a freaking genius. And your patient genius. So basically, it resonates with the germs, as I said, through the sound vibration or electric or whatever, through frequency. And as it resonates together, it will it will begin to rupture the outer membrane of each individual cell. It will never damage the healthy tissue near it. So... Let's see here. What else do I have? I think I went over everything as far as he's concerned and what he learned and all that. Now, if you download the app, it's going to be those annoying tones, which will still work. Keep your ears just, you know, you don't even have to, even if you're doing this on tinnitus, you can still put earplugs in. It's still going to work. Frequencies will travel through your body. It won't hurt you, but it will if it's a high vibration, we'll raise your vibration. In fact, earlier today, I played 40 Hertz just to see what the lowest rung of the fifth dimension was. Ha ha ha. There's other applications to this too. Pretty cool, right? 
So basically uh, the 7.83 hertz is on here. And on this app, by the way, which is Z-app, and they don't know I'm even promoting them, so you know, I'm not making any money or anything. These guys that created the app have just as much love for Royal Rife as I do because when they made the app, they put in 1,300 different sequential programs that Dr. Rife discovered plus more that other people have newly discovered. When I tell you some of these are going to blow your mind. So also they have a a section that has your own playlist. So if you have a a whole host of things you want to get rid of, and so you want to run four or five programs together, you have a playlist, (laughs) an annoying tone playlist. And then also they have every tone from 0.45 all the way up to 10,000 Hertz available (laughs) for your listening pleasure. Or if you wanted, for example, to figure out what kills spiders in your house or I don't know what, but (laughs) you know, or if you want to meditate with the tone, if you want to go, okay, that's a vibration I want to resonate with. What if your body started to resonate with that? Pretty crazy, right? There's so many things you could do with this. So I did do a couple of experiments over the past roughly 10 days or so. I told you guys I had a little teeny tiny plantar wart on the bottom of my foot. I've had it since I was 16 years old. So... 30 odd years (laughs) and over the years I've done a lot to try to get rid of it I've had it surgically removed like four or five times and every time it got a little smaller I've cut it out with a razor blade with an exacto knife with a um, nail file with sandpaper with a cigarette (laughs) with a match that had just recently been blown out with a toenail clipper, a fingernail clipper. You get the picture. Every time I do something to it, it always hurts my foot. It's always hard to walk for a week, but it always gets smaller. So when I told you guys about this about like maybe 10 years or 10 years ago. Oh my God. I really am tired. 10 days ago. Um, it was maybe the size of a medium, like the, the tip of a pencil. So it's really tiny. Okay. But a pencil that you've been using for many, many hours and it's kind of dull. So it was about that size. Well, I've been using it inconsistently, not even every day, not even then recommended three times a day. And this is for all for, by the way, the app I'm recommending is only for experimental purposes. They don't really recommend it. I had to go to a different website to figure that out, but I wasn't consistent. I'll be honest. And it's like a fourth of it, of the size it was 10 days ago. So it does work, at least on that. Now, 
I did try more experiments with this and this is all you can do. I cannot tell you in the app itself. They obviously they can't tell you something's going to absolutely cure you because you can't or heal you. Nothing can cure a heal only a doctor. So says the law. I say, and they can't arrest me for saying God is the ultimate physician and only God can heal you. There I said it. Separation of church and state, they can't arrest you for saying God heals you. I think God can possibly heal you with a nap. But I think the experimentation is actually 100% well worth your while. I mean, unless you have something super, super serious, you know, <laughs> you got to have like an emergency surgery, like in an hour or less, then maybe there is an actually a post op surgery part to, there's a program for that to help you recover faster. There's a pre-op one to help you calm and relax to go into a surgery. This is an amazing app. I mean, like I'm blown away. These people really put a lot of love and thought into it. And they also have done a a huge and amazing service to humanity. So basically, um, I have used the Z app or zap (laughs) to zap out a headache. Took about 10 minutes, zapped away the headache immediately. I have used it on tinnitus. Yes, it was effective. You'd think that annoying tones would actually make you have worse tinnitus. (laughs) And some of the tones kind of aren't that great for tinnitus. But then if I just pull my ears gently, I tug on my earlobes a little bit. That actually does take care of it usually. So I felt one day that I was going to get the flu. I felt kind of like that pre-sick sort of feeling. And I used, I found the exact one that I needed for 38 minutes. I played it and an hour later I felt great. I did not get sick. Thank you, God. Thank you, Royal Rife. And thank you, Z app. I came home and was having an asthma attack one day and I thought, here's a perfect experiment, isn't it? Had my inhaler in my hands just in case, but you know what? 30 minutes into the asthma program, I did not need my inhaler. It did work for that, that time. Allergies. They have many, 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 many programs for allergies. I personally still need more info. I lessened my allergies a little bit, but it didn't take them out entirely. But there are a lot of amazing and surprising programs that I discovered on this app. For example, they have discovered, somebody has discovered somewhere, the exact frequency tone that you need to break the cell membrane wall of the HIV virus. Giving you a moment there. Um, that one really surprised me. Also, there have fre- there are frequency programs for fatigue and moles and warts and skin tags and the flu and many different versions of the cold, streptococcus specifically. 
Also, though, some of the ones that were very surprising was you can abate anger in a cat or a dog or a human with the calming frequency under listed under the word anger. You can um, help your body if it's if you have acidosis. Instead of being alkaline or neutral, your body has gone more towards the acid side. Remember, cancer cannot live in an alkaline body. Uh, if you have acidosis, you can go ahead and knock that out with the frequency generator. Acne, which I think I already said, addictions. Addictions from specific things or from non-specific things are all listed in these programs. You can knock out mold in your bathroom while your phone's in there and you're in another room. Or you can knock out mold in your body if you've breathed some in. They have, I think, like 10 or 12 different mold programs. So if you're not sure, you're dealing with, oh, well, that's a specific shade of green, and so therefore it's the Aspergillus whatever is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, only I'm nerdy enough to know something like that. I'm just kidding. It's because I read the stupid app, okay? Although I did know the word ask. Never mind. I'm kind of a nerd also. But geek, I'm a geek. All right. (laughs) I admit it. And I embrace myself for it. It's all good. (laughs) Pat myself on the back. So (laughs) they have many, many different mold programs to run if you don't know the one you're dealing with. They do have programs that will break the cell membrane wall of about 35 different cancers, cancer-causing organisms. Yeah, you heard that right. You can detox from just about anything, including heavy metals, lead, arsenic, mercury, aluminum, Diabetes was on the list, as was depression, PTSD, ADHD, memory loss, Alzheimer's, and obesity. I can't even read the whole list. It's 1,300 things. But you will be surprised to know that ticks are on the list if your dog has ticks. Turn on the tick frequency, cover your doggy's ears, and uh, see what happens. Insects. There's a general insect one to get rid of insects in your house. Yay! (laughs) Parasites, ulcers, which are caused by the H. H pylori bacteria. Um, You could get rid of that with your tone. You can kill the actual H. pylori bacteria by breaking the cell walls with the resonant frequency found in this app. Toothache and gum disease are also on the list. Many viruses, bacteria, you name it. So I am personally convinced that this is a great app. I'm glad that I put it off and did my run, you know, some of my own experiments to see what would happen. Arthritis was on on the list, pain, any kind of pain in the body. I did want to say I I found a couple companies online that have their own 
version of the rife frequencies and they use um various methods to deliver the frequencies not always by an annoying tone so i mean if you're interested in this but you really just can't stand it and you don't want to wear earplugs or whatever because gross something in your ear um (laughs) there, there might be someone near you that has something that can help i don't know i mean you know look it up look up rife and healing coach or something i don't know you're you're gonna have to get creative with google or something i'm afraid i don't know what to look up so you can use rife frequencies to do four things basically harmonize so you can bring back into harmony things like anxiety and depression PTSD activate you can possibly activate your pineal gland that's a program I did it before I got to recording this (laughs) I explained why it feels so weird and spacey and cosmic (laughs) that and no no sleep for two days so (laughs) calm you could calm a muscle spasm or an asthma attack or a panic attack or you can destroy microbes germs viruses parasites mold fungus virus bacteria microorganisms you get the picture so now I'll raise the picture from your head because ew <laughs> Anyway, I've had a really good experience with the app. I have nothing but great deal of love and gratitude and respect for Dr. Royal Raymond Reif. If you're interested in hearing more about his story, I encourage you to go take a little internet search or check your local library. Um, very handsome guy. You know, that could have gone anyway, right? If someone's handsome, sometimes they'll just use their looks to kind of gracefully flow through life and this guy spent his entire life in a laboratory looking at germs you know what I mean like he was a humble sweet amazing man with integrity and a penchant for love poetry that he read to his twin flame wife Mamie so God rest both their souls God bless them both for their work and their service and their love for each other and for humanity because this is like really amazing. But that's all I got to say about that. (laughs) I'm punch drunk and I wrote a bunch of really horrible jokes. I will spare you. (laughs) I think it's time for me to eat something and hit the hay as they say in Kentucky. (laughs) Okay, they say that everywhere. I don't know. I said Kentucky probably because I'm thinking about my daddy all day today. (laughs) Okay. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with my uh, punch drunkiness and my ascension symptoms. I promise this was going to be a daily podcast. And thank you, God. Uh, Heaven willing and the creeks don't rise. I'll be able to bring you hopefully quality programming. Hopefully you like it and call it 
quality uh, every day. This is a daily. I try to get it in the can before I mean, okay, wait, heard that after I said that. I've been saying that a lot. See, it's like a Hollywood term, but I didn't catch the alternative meeting. <laughs> it takes me two days of sleep deprivation. I try to get the show on the air published before midnight California time <laughs> every day. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. My loony tunes aside, <laughs> tunes, frequency, get it. Oh my God. I really need to sleep. I love you guys. Thank you. Big virtual hugs all around. Thank you for, uh, your confidence in me and your time that you spent with me. But now I am signing off (laughs) with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.